Hi, this is David McNeil at DaddyOcast.com. It's the 12th of April, 2016. I'd like to say a few words about Psalm 2, David's second psalm. After the first psalm, where David exhorts us to be a godly man, each of us to be a godly man and to meditate upon the law of the Lord, in the second psalm, he gives us a much greater calling and a greater promise, and that is the promise of the Son of God, the promise of the Messiah. Psalm 2 starts off talking about the heathen nations, the kings of the earth. We know what that's about. We know the world system. We realize that the world is covered with nations that are governed by dictators, kings, presidents, strong men, gangsters, some are a complete disarray, but the world is not governed by God, not now, not on this earth. But Psalm 2 seems to tell us that the world is being governed by God and that God has selected a king to be the governor of the world. And this governor is his son, his only son. The kings talk about getting rid of the bands of the constraints of God's rule. They recognize that God is the ruler of the earth, but they would like to be uh, free of his constraints. Everyone wants to be free of constraint. Nobody likes to be in submission. But the call of God is for the kings and the judges of the earth to be submissive to his son. And this is his son the king that he has set upon his mountain, the holy hill of Zion, that's in Jerusalem, the king of the earth will rule from Jerusalem. Zion is, speaking here in Psalm 2, Zion speaks of uh, the hill of Moriah, the Mount Moriah, the hill where the um, temple of God was situated during the time of David and Solomon and so on. And that is where the king of the earth will rule. And he will rule for a thousand years during the millennium. But the king of the earth has been anointed and has been chosen. And this is how he has been set aside. And this is how he's been begotten. In verse um, 7, God is speaking the Lord God is speaking, and the Lord is speaking to his Son, and this is what he says, the Lord hath said unto me, unto his Son, thou art my Son, this day have I begotten thee. Now, we're not talking about Christmas when Jesus came into the earth as a little baby. We're talking about the Son of God begotten as a man of the age to come, the first man of the age to come, the ruler of the earth because he is the new Adam, the man of the age to come, and we are his brothers, and we live in him through the hope that we have in the resurrection to enter into that age to come. And this this verse is quoted in Acts 13, hold on, in Acts 13, verse 30, Paul says, 
God raised Jesus from the dead, and he was seen many days of them which came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings, how that the promise which was made unto the fathers, God hath fulfilled the same unto us their children, in that he hath raised up Jesus again, as it is written, it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. When we speak of Jesus as the only begotten Son of God, we're speaking, as Paul indicates, of Jesus being the Son, the second Adam, the new man of the age to come that the resurrection in other places is talked about as the indication that Jesus is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. He came to earth as a baby, yes. He was the Son of God by man and as man. But as the Son, the Messiah, and the ruler of the age to come, he was begotten at the resurrection. And our hope is to be found in him that in him we also will be partakers of the resurrection. And concerning the resurrection, the uh, ruler, the realm of Jesus on this earth will begin at the resurrection of the righteous, the first resurrection, which will initiate the thousand years of Jesus' reign on earth, which we call the millennium. The restitution of all things, where all things that God created will be put back in their correct order. And Jesus will be the ruler. And he will rule them, not as a kindly, kind of befuddled king, as mostly we have here on earth, the governors that are trying to do the best they can. Jesus will rule the earth with perfect wisdom, with perfect wisdom and perfect judgment. And he will rule us and the world with a rod of iron, nothing will be left to get out of order. So we look forward to the millennium. We look forward to being uh, sons and daughters of the resurrection in Jesus, that we also will partake of the age to come, and that with Jesus we will rule and reign on this earth. And the realm of Jesus on this earth will encompass all nations and all nations will be in fear of Jesus. We look back on Pilate as he looked in Jesus' face and said, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, Well, you say that I am. Why? Because if Pilate had any doubt that he was king of the Jews, he would have never asked them this question. Why would you ask someone if they were the king of the Jews, if it was obvious that they were not? And why, if you had any doubt, would you ask anybody this question? You know it's the king of the Jews. And G Jesus was receiving the first indication of submission to his lordship from Pilate, the representative of the world order, the representative of Rome, who was ruling the earth as one of the legs of iron in the great statue of uh, Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar. Jesus is the Lord of the earth 
All the nations should fear him, for one day he will be their Lord, not just reigning from heaven as he is now until all things are under his feet, but he will be the Lord, ruling from the throne in Jerusalem, ruling with a rod of iron.